It's not always about the money, Spider-Man. It's about the Mets, baby. Love the Mets. Alright, baby. Let's go get a home run, baby. Love the Mets. Let's go Mets. There was a bus that pulled up to a red light and little Nog tried to feed it a carrot while big Nog was petting it. He thought it was a horse. Do you believe me that that happened? <laughs> Not really. He tried to feed a bus a carrot and now you're telling me that country has computers? I didn't know that. I did not know that. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another Tanner Wilkinson podcast. I am your host, Tanner Wilkinson. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can tell we got the we got the uh, the OG crew, just Tim and I, on the ones and twos today. Tim, say what up to the people. What up? How are we, how are we doing today? It's been a good day. Good day. We haven't seen each other in very long, Tim. About a, a yeah, week and a half hiatus, it, and we lost a member. We did lose a member. I don't. I don't know what happened. It's like the Oregon Trail. It's just uh, he <laughs> got a cut in his leg and then died. Oh, there it is. But we have a huge weekend ahead of us, a huge week ahead of us. And I think there's no better, better way to start it than talking about the UFC. Tim, what do we, what do we, what UFC is this? What is it? 266? It is 266. Uh, it's in Las Vegas, headlined by Alexander Volkanovsky facing off against Brian Ortega for the. 145 pound belt. Uh, there's also the women's flyweight, uh, and Valentina Shevchenko is facing off against Lauren Murphy. Uh, and then the return of Nick Diaz, uh, after I think it's like now a seven year hiatus or something like that. It, it would be 2,424 back. days since they his last fight. Yeah. So, uh, he's back. I have no idea how it's going to look. But uh, and the card, just top to bottom, is pretty good. And uh, we can just go through it. Uh, do we want to start with the how we want to do it? I would start. I think we work our way up. I say because there's a lot of there's a couple of fights on the prelims, which will be pretty interesting. Yeah, I I don't recognize any of the early prelims, but they usually deliver. I think there's a couple. <laughs> I think there's one guy that's undefeated in the early prelims. I think it's. Uh, I think it's the Nick Maxim guy, I think. Oh, he's 1-0. 1-0. So. Okay. Let me see if the other one pops up. 0-0. So he's making his debut. Okay. Yeah, I don't – but early prelims usually always have a knockout or something sick. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, the, there's usually a viral moment within there somewhere. Yeah. And then the, uh, the, I guess, main programs, if you want to. I, they're, I mean, they're stacked. Like, yeah. You've got, <laughs> you've got I mean, Dan Hooker, who is the number eight lightweight in the world and who uh, fought Michael Chandler in his last fight, got Cato. And then before that, almost beat Poirier. So, and he's fighting on your freelance. Like, he's not even, he doesn't get to make the main card. Oh, yeah. I When I looked at it on uh, – I just look at it on Safari and just go UFC and look through it. I saw Dan Hooker was on the prelims, and I was like, this guy was, like, almost fighting for a belt at one point, and he's on a prelim? This is this is an insane card. Yeah, this uh, – Marlon Moraes versus Mirab. I don't even want to try that. I, I, everybody just calls him Mirab. 
that's going to be a really, really cool fight, I think. Um, Marlon is, he was a title challenger for a while, mm-hmm. and he's on a bit of a skid now at 135. And Mirab is a, one of these up and coming guys who is, he just he doesn't have a lot of KO power or anything, but it's just a crazy good wrestler. And then it just has like relentless cardio. So he'll just be on, he'll just be on Marlon from the get go. I bet and it'll probably be an exciting fight. I mean, even this other uh, heavyweight bout is there's storylines within that. The Chris uh, Darkus guy, he's, uh, a, a cop in Philadelphia. They just released a video on him today, and like he he said that he's been training for like ten years. That's it. And he was also just training to become a cop at the same time, which is kind of a crazy storyline. And the thing with him is his hands are so fast. Like it's not like most heavyweights are like have slower hands. And yeah. just, he's got fast hands. So I I was trying to look it up and see what props there were for the prelims. Um, because if they're I I do like him to win by KO. I think he gets the job done. He's a minus one eighty favorite right now. And they don't have odds for the Mirab Marlon Ryan's fighting the title winner. And then Hooker is also for minus one eighty favorite. The whole thing with Hooker and then the other dude, the they both are both they're both getting in like Thursday night for the fight. Really? Which is crazy. Because they've had Visa issues. Oh yeah. That's what I had. And they, so they're going to have to like cut on a plane ride to like, it's going to be crazy because yeah, it'll be, I think they're both doing it though. So it's, it's not as big of an issue as I think if just one of them was doing it, Mm -hmm. then I think one might have a bit of an advantage over the other, but if they're both doing it, I'd actually never heard of Nasserat. Yeah. Nasserat, uh, but he's German, looks like. And I don't know. I think, I mean, he's in lightweight and lightweight stack. Like everybody's yeah. good at lightweight. So he's got to be good if he's fighting Hooker. It's probably, he's unranked though, which is weird. I don't know why. Would... I thought this was a weird just because he's not ranked and you had other guys who were ranked who you could have made. But Dan Hooker was that. on a little bit of a skid, wasn't he? That's true too. So you think they kind of just gave him or looking to give him a guy? I don't know. See, the UFC would do that for like Connor or someone. But I I but this is like a sneaky way of doing it and trying to get somebody like back into because if you if if Hooker if Hooker like knocks this guy out first round, it's like, well, he's back into the top uh, like that top tier of lightweights. Is he? Because the guy's unranked. Like like I feel like you could – I feel like there are other guys of lightweight who you could have done. Like a guy this weekend who fought Armin Sertubian, He, I think he could have been he, – he would have been the perfect – he's like 15. That would have been perfect for Hooker. And they were yeah. going back and forth on Twitter about it. And then mm-hmm. they fight a week. It, it just feels weird. I don't know. But maybe this guy will come out and knock Hooker out and won't be – yeah, maybe it's maybe we're thinking about it all wrong, and it's Nasserat is just gonna just come out and finish him. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, let's move to our our main card. We got a, a another stack main card. Um, Jessica Andrade is on here too. Jessica Andrade, I assume, is just gonna pulverize this woman. Yeah, I 
I would assume so too. Uh, I think Cynthia is Cynthia is decent, but uh, I think Jessica Andrade is really really good. Uh, yeah, she, I mean, she, it's a it's a shame that she had to go against Shevchenko. Uh, last yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> who's like one of the best like to ever do it? Like honestly, yeah. well, Andrade beat Rose. She she dominated Rose. Yeah, she like dropped no, her on her she, head. She slammed Rose. It wasn't a it wasn't dominating. Well, she just it was she, just it went, was, she yeah yeah and she like, picked Rose up and slammed her on her head. But yeah, um, the next one, I, this one's an intriguing. I I think this one's pretty good. With uh, does this this doesn't go the distance, does it? It's Curtis Blades and Jario Rosenstruck, right? Yeah, I feel like if it was five rounds. I might say that, but like Blades, Blades is a wrestler, and I could very well easily see him like taking him down every round and just like making it a long, kind of boring fight. Like, oh, plays for a decision. TV. Yeah, I, and I mean, I don't know how power. I mean, Jair Rosen Rosenstrike has some power, but he also he doesn't have the power that like Derek Lewis or Francis Nagano have, where it's just yeah. like one shot lights out gone mm-hmm. and so i i, I like favorite blades in this one but i think frozen strike if you can keep it standing maybe but i don't know what do you think yeah i, I like curtis blades i mean i think curtis Blades is just better kind of i just think he's better than like there's kind of tiers in my opinion in this and then that top tier is kind of like uh gone and ganu uh, Stipe and John Jones, I would say. And then there's like this next tier where it's got like Curtis Blades and like uh, Rosenstruck and uh, who's the big guy? Volka. Volk- uh, Volkov. Name? Yeah, Volkov. Like it's kind of then those guys. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is like just for the top of the, this tier, but I do think Curtis Blades better. So yeah. that's what I got. I mean, this this fight is drawing me in. The the next one that we're going to talk about, Nick Diaz and Robbie Lawler. This fight is drawing me in more than Kind of the other two, honestly. I'm super excited to see Nick Diaz back. This is my first time like ever watching Nick Diaz live. Yeah, I'm in, I'm interested to see how this goes for him. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he he's how old is he? He can't be that old. You can just click on the the thing, oh, and true. it'll it'll take you through like the whole stats and everything. Yeah, it's true. Tail of the tape. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have their age. That's that's weird. Yeah. I don't know. I think I mean Robbie Law, I think a lot of it honestly comes down to Robbie Lawler too. Like how mm-hmm. does he because I mean he he's he's on a skid right now, but the last he I mean there it wasn't that well, I guess it was a while ago that he picked up Astrid and like slammed him on his head and beat the crap like. It wasn't that long ago that that was happening, so who knows how? Uh, I mean, and Nick Diaz could show up and he could be like, he could be back, or he could be like, it could be really sad. <laughs> it could, so. yeah, it's going one of two ways. It really is, and he plans I, on calling out Khabib. Apparently, that's the rumor. Yeah, I, I don't I, think that's yeah, going to happen. It, it, I don't think that's going to happen. I though. think that's Nick Diaz's way of saying, yeah, I'm not going to fight anyone after this. Sorry, Morgan. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not giving you Yeah, he's fight. like, I would rather <laughs> not fight you. 
which is fair. Yeah. We might get Nate and Jorge. Again. If Jorge wants the money or if Jorge wants to get back to the belt. But we, we talk about Jorge. Yeah, yeah, I I guess. I don't know. Let's we, we let's talk about this next fight. <laughs> uh Valentina Shevchenko versus Lauren Murphy for the women's flyweight title. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko is a minus twelve fifty favorite. Large Lauren favorite, Murphy. they would say. Lauren Murphy being a plus seven fifty. Um, do you think he gets to the third round? Ah uh, no, I think uh, my for I, sure bet was the if if it's like over under three or over under two and a half, whatever they put it at. Uh, mm-hmm, I'm taking the under. Yeah, I think I think Valentina. Truthfully, just beats her wherever she wants to. Mm. So if she wants to knock her out, she'll do it. If she wants to take her down and submit her. Also, the UFC told uh, Valentina, they were like, yeah, you're just fighting Lauren Murphy. She was like on vacation. I watched the the, pre-thing, and she was like, yeah, I was just on vacation. And they're like, you have to fight this person. So I just have been training with dudes just like at these gyms that like are out in Washington. She like travels around. She does like a. She has like her like main coaches, but then she travels to like different gyms and everything to get different work, which I think is a really good way to do it. Oh yeah, you get exposed to a lot of different things. But yeah, so I don't think the prop bet to to bet is by KO or by submission or anything like that. I think it's take the under, like take the under, and maybe if you want to sprinkle on like round two. I think she can get it done in round two. She might just do it in round one, too. Like, she's yeah, so and good. Mean, and, I mean, it, it's Valentina. Like, she's, like, now doing, like, the John Jones thing where it's, like, I want to beat you at what you're good at. Yeah. <laughs> like Just to show like, that it's, like, she, this is – these people are no problem for me. Like, she fought – like, she fought, like, this one other chick named Jennifer Maya who was, like, known for her, like, wrestling. Well, Valentina for the entire fight just – took her down and like wrestled it and so well like, yeah that's what that's what she did in her last fight against andrage too andrage yeah. was like known for these like takedowns and valentina had like the most takedowns in like a first round or something for that fight or yeah. something she broke a record for takedowns in that yeah it's the i want to yeah it's just dominance it's she's playing with it by that point oh yeah on to the main event uh Oh, actually, before we talk about this, I have a, I remember I had a question for this Nick Diaz Robbie Lawler fight. Is it a five round fight or is it a three round fight? I think it's three rounds. Okay. Nope. I didn't know yeah, if they were doing like what they did with uh, the Nate. Nate special. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's we can go to our main our main fight now. All right. Uh, so it's Alexander Volkanovsky. Versus uh, Brian Ortega for the featherweight uh, men's 145 title. Um, I don't know. I think this fight has the potential to be a pretty close one. Um, I don't think it's necessarily going to be like a crazy where they like rock each other and like because they both at least Volkanovski is like a. At this point, it's like almost unbelievable how good he is at like controlling the fight. And, fighting patiently and stuff like that. So I think it could be like a really exciting, like kind of technical mm-hmm. fight, if that makes sense. Uh, but Ortega kind of, Ortega pre his Holloway fight, um, 
very wild and he, he had a he had like a four or five fight win streak in which he was losing like every fight and he finished the person and won that way. So yeah. he and then he got his ass beat by Holloway and then came back and looked really, really good against Korean zombie, which um is not as big of a deal in my book as I think it is in other people's I, I think Korean zombies a tad over it. But yeah, but he's got a cool I, nickname, and that's just a yeah, thing in the UFC. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he goes by his nickname. Like that's that's the, he's yeah. the only guy who does that. Like, pretty sick. But um, I think I'm going to go with Volkanovski. I think him and Holloway are just a level or two above everybody else in the division. And so I don't, I don't see. Yeah, I, I don't really see Ortega having. I mean, unless he submits him or something, which I just don't see Volkanovski putting himself in a position where that can happen. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I like this. I mean, these are the, we'll put this in the preface. Uh, these were the two ultimate fighter coaches. So this is the kind of like oh, the ultimate fighter. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I kind of like Ortega a little bit, but. I don't know. Volkanovski has beaten Holloway twice, which is something that is kind of unbelievable to think about. So you kind of have to favor well, him. Second time is highly disputed. Well, that's it, not it what the record says. Controversial. 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 We'll put an asterisk next to it, but I, we will. <laughs> I will put an asterisk next to it. <laughs> but I do, I do think Volkanovski will win, but. I like the odds of Ortega at plus 150, so I might bet on Ortega just because I think it's closer than what the odds are making it, honestly. I think it is, too. I think it's a really tight. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good fight. I agree. So I was looking at some, some parlays for this. I have a couple. I have a can't lose. Which is just at plus one sixteen. So this is like all of your all of your good ones. I got the Chris Darkus guy, the Philadelphia cop. I got Jessica Andrade, and I got Valentina Shevchenko. What's that get you? It's plus one sixteen. So it's like all like these are probably gonna these are probably surefire hits. Um, as like an underdog kind of parlay. Um. Let's see. I do like I do like Nate or Nick Diaz, and I don't know. I have Ortega. I mean Ortega and Nick Diaz gets you uh, plus three sixty eight. So I kind of like that. And then if you want to put like even if you throw Jessica Andrade in there, it goes up to five hundred. Goes to five thirty two, and she's. I think she's. I think that's your lock of the night, honestly. At least mine. I'll put that as my lock of the night. Do you have a lock of the night? Other than like uh, Shevchenko, like something that's got to be closer than minus 1,200. I'm going to go with I'll go with no, I, don't. I like Andrade too. Oh, I, Andrade's like, lock like of the night. Yeah. Handshakes. I like Andrade. Yeah, I think she'll should we uh so we have we got we got done with the ufc 
And I think I want to talk about some NFL talk because we haven't really talked NFL on the pod. But what a weekend this was. Did I stop sharing my screen or do you want me to keep it? No, this is good. Going through the weeks okay. like this. Um, okay. Primetime games were good on Sunday. I'll say that. Primetime games have been great this year so far. They've been... It was uh, Chargers and Cowboys. That was a great game. Cardinals Vikings, unbelievable game there, Tim. That was tough, but it kind of had to happen because I had the Cliff King. You just lost the Cliff Kingsbury meme, which I'll put on screen now. <laughs> but so it's too good for me not to use, and it, the fact that I could send it to you and, and one of our other friends, it was it was it was meant to be. Um, let's see, let's look else what happened. Titans Seahawks is a big game too. Derrick Henry ran for 800 million yards and had like 12 TDs. I do want to talk in depth kind of about this Chiefs Ravens game. Um, how about, how about the Lamar haters? They were out early in this game. And then the Ravens said, we don't have to throw the ball now that we think about it. And yeah, Lamar had over a hundred rushing yards and they won the game and had, he had two touchdowns. Yeah. Also, that's... if you look at if you looked at like they were going through it as the night went on, the Ravens were averaging like eight yards a pop on the ground. Like you can't, your defense can't allow like eight to eight or seven yards a pop when they run it every single play. And that's something yeah. that might hurt the Chiefs. Honestly, teams that can just like run it down their throat. Well, yeah, because then you you keep the ball away from the homes too. Tick, 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 tick. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. Also, just look, look that's, this is a great, great little screenshot. Rushing yards, Ravens 251 compared to the Chiefs 62. Yeah, the Chiefs fucking Tyreek Hill lost me fantasy. He is fucking useless. He, he had like Well, we points. also, the Ravens double teamed him the whole the time. Ravens, the Ravens basically said the Chiefs can beat us with anybody except Tyreek Hill. Like well, because that, that means they that. can't take the top off the defense. Yeah. So everything, yeah. they just played in front, and they're like, we're going to hope that Mahomes just he, – he does he tries to do a little too much. And that's what he did on that third down because they could have punted it and maybe pinned the Ravens deep. And, like, mm-hmm. that was when they were down – that was when the Ravens were down 11. He throws a pick. Uh-oh. Here come the Ravens. Here come the momentum at home. And I mean, I'm not saying obviously Mahomes didn't lose him the game. That that's that's on that's 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 you want not that the point. Disclaimer out there. I do want to put that out there before I before Chiefs Kingdom comes from my my head on a on a stick, you know. But that's a momentum shifter. That's a huge part of the game where Mahomes kind of got to get smarter in that aspect, you know, to just slow down, take the sack, pin them deep, rather than flip it with your like left hand to to right to the defender blake bell had more yards than tyree hill pro sooner (laughs) pro sooner bell cow baby but yeah this was this was an eye-opening game also the chiefs have been played close twice this year already the chiefs always seem to play people close they were playing people they played people close last year too Uh, is this a is this a Patrick Mahomes is starting to get half of the half of the salary we might be cutting corners in some spots? 
Like you look at the O line, they had they've had three guys who have never started a down start start this season. Didn't they reload their offensive line this offseason too? They, they drafted they, they drafted from... they drafted Creed Humphrey. They drafted a, a right guard and the right tackle sat out last year because of COVID. But they got Orlando Brown. Yeah. Who kind of got I don't want to say exposed, but there were plays like where he just got blown by by that rookie like edge rusher. So I don't it's mm, I'll say I'll say their their game this week against the Chargers will be real interesting. Yeah, I think that's a, that's definitely a good test. It's not a can't it's not a must win, it's not a can't lose, but I will say it is if they lose it is a is there something brewing? That's all I'll yeah. say. Um let's see what else happened. The Buccaneers stayed the Buccaneers there. Really good. Oh, the Jets. Uh, Zach Wilson. Yikes. Zach attack, uh, zero touchdowns, four interceptions. You want to know a stat I saw today? Since, I think, 2000, there have been three quarterbacks who have had games where they've had zero touchdowns and four interceptions. Uh, their names, Mark Sanchez, Sam Darnold, Zach Wilson, all of them were on the Jets. All of them were on the Jets. So, like, they were first-round <laughs> picks by the Jets. That so happened. Because Darnold hasn't been – Darnold hasn't been, like, unreal for the Panthers, but he hasn't also been, like, terrible. He hasn't he, – well, it's it's an easy system when it's like, all right, we're yeah. going to throw it to CMC eight times a game, and he's also going to rush for, like, 90 yards a game. So, you, yeah, they didn't I, have that with the Jets. Yeah. I, I think the Jets are just – yeah, good luck to anybody trying to rebuild the Jets. They're, they're, like, almost at the Browns. But the Browns, I feel like there's always, like, a hope. The Jets just – because Cleveland – like, the Browns are the Cleveland football team. Mm-hmm. In New York, like no one cares about the Jets. Like, there's no. I, I feel like there's a lot less like. Yeah, especially because there's two teams there too, and two yeah. baseball teams, and two basketball teams. Yeah. So it's like, if you're bad Every, in New York, they're like, okay, we we just yeah. won't we just won't come out. Watch like, you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a, there, we can go see the Yankees instead of watching yeah. the Jets play. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Uh, let's talk about my Browns. Can, can we go back to the yeah, Browns game? Let's second. see. This was an interesting game because at one point the Browns were down 14 to 7 and Baker uh like popped his shoulder out of place. I saw that. Tyrod Taylor, not as bad as people think as I think people thought he was gonna be. I've been saying for years that Tyrod Taylor is a starting quarterback. I was saying it when he was on the Chargers, and they had to literally stab him in the heart to stop him from playing. I was saying it when he was on the Bills, and he tried to get run out of town by Nathan Peterman because they just didn't like him for some reason. He literally took him to the playoffs. Tyrod Taylor is a good quarterback. That's true. Because every place he's kind of been, they've just drafted a quarterback. He was on the Browns. He was on the Browns, and then they got Baker. Like He can play. He can can ball. Well, yeah, and then the crazy story out LA where you got like a punctured in the lung by the team doctor. Like, yeah, just um, uh, but... I, I needed more from Nick Chubb too. 95, like but... I mean he Nick Chubb 95 
95 yards uh, on 11 attempts he, and a TD. He was definitely not the problem with my fantasy. I shouldn't be getting mad at Nick We should talk about fantasy <laughs> after this, honestly. I will say uh, Baker Mayfield, most efficient quarterback in the league right now. Um, let's just not let's just not glance over that. He went 19 of 21 for 213 yards and a touchdown. It's not gaudy numbers, but he's doing his job. You know, you got and, Nick and, Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt. In a Kevin Stefanski offense, exactly. That's all you need to do is just be efficient. Don't turn the ball over. You'll have a good running back. The defense, uh, their defense is quite decent, aren't they? Um, we have a lot of new faces and a lot of new guys out there. Like Grant Duncan well, started for the first time. So we're kind of all still adjusting. I will say if things don't tighten up by week six, we might we might – be in a little bit of trouble but right now we're fine you know we'll 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 play well like greg newsom has had some shining moments um the rookie the rookie from nd has played fine whenever he's played but he's been limited a little bit just because we're like gradually building him up in plays every week so he's a weird fit too he doesn't have like uh he's too small to be a linebacker and too slow to be a safety yeah we're just kind of fading him in and into like Places where he can, he can, he's kind of pretty good at guarding the tight end, covering the tight end a little bit. So yeah. we do that a little bit, but he doesn't. He's been fine. Everyone's been fine. Yeah. I need I need Clowney and Miles Garrett to get going. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be fine. With that, we'll be fine. Um, and and Aaron Rodgers is back, by the way, for those who. <laughs> For those who preyed on his demise, uh, it was a bit too early. He is officially back. Um, and Aaron Jones is back. Aaron so. Jones is back. But also, shout out Rob uh, Onion Funyan Robert Tunyon for uh, giving me the fantasy win last last night. That was that was huge. But that's that's. Is that it for NFL? Do we want to touch on anything else? We got on a lot of it. Yeah, I feel like we hit a – I mean, the only other thing would be the rookie quarterbacks, a lot of rookie quarterbacks played this weekend, I felt like. Mm-hmm. Like Justin Fields played a significant amount. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What do you think about the Jaguars? Because I, I think they're – I don't know, Trevor – Urban is not inspiring me with confidence. Neither is Trevor Lawrence. Not a Jaguars fan. I will say they are just kind of bad. Yeah. But I will also say I think the Broncos will be pretty decent this year. I think they'll be That's like ten and seven. Ten true. and seven in that range. I think the the Broncos are like a team where if they got like Aaron or if they got like an elite quarterback, they would be like a hold on. Let's think, look at let's look at Teddy though. Teddy Let's give Teddy some time, okay? Teddy balled out when he was with the Saints. Let's not forget. That's and true. he and he That's wasn't true. even like he wasn't even the coach's like preference at the on the Panthers, really. <laughs> you know, he can ball. Yeah. Like these Teddy. stats: twenty six of thirty four, three twenty eight, and then uh, two TDs, no picks. That's pretty yeah, good. I want, I want to see his. I want to see his. Because I, I'm a Teddy guy. I like Teddy because he, he's the former Viking, and he had like the his knee basically blew up when he was with the Vikings. And he got and, and he got murdered on that run play against the Rams. Yeah, 
but he, his whole thing was that he he would like dump it down like all the time. It was mm-hmm. he was like check down after check down, and it'd be like you need to throw the ball over ten yards sometimes. Like, <laughs> I will say I haven't watched a lick of Broncos football this year, so. <laughs> I'm just no, looking at the stats. Like this, I was never gonna watch Broncos Jaguars. Like I might have yeah. seen it flash on the on the uh, red zone red once zone. or twice, but I'm not gonna watch any more than that. But yeah, also Tua got hurt. Like Tua got murdered, which is sad because I'm a I'm a Tua fan. Yeah, they got killed too. Yeah, it was not close. It was not close. Yeah, I feel bad for Tua too because it's not—it's not his fault that they. I mean, uh, it, it seems to me that last year he was rushed into starting when he wasn't really needed to, mm-hmm. and then this year it's that is like kind of hanging over his head this year, and I, I don't know. I think I feel bad for him, but I think he. But you know, I mean, they did play the Bills after the Bills got. Kind of, they they got shocked by the the Steelers, yeah, so this could be true. just like the Bills are also a good team that people <laughs> were kind of like, uh, maybe well, week one's a fluke. Yeah, I was watching good. that game a little bit, and Josh Allen was kind of doing Josh Allen things where he runs around and then like throws it and like hits three defenders in the hands and it's not caught, or he runs backwards like forty five yards. So I'm like, that's that's not a good sign, but that'll that might change, probably not. Yeah, he's my fantasy quarterback too. So I, I just need to let's just let's talk about <laughs> let's talk fantasy. How did how did the fighting Tim Gatmans do? Uh, we're we're zero and two. The Minnesota Mongols are zero and two on the year so far. Um, first one we lost pretty pretty close to Toddy, I think. But this past week, Drew kind of blew me out. Who who was uh who who was uh underperforming last week for you? Well, Tyreek was useless. I mean, he, five five point nine will not win you yeah, games with Tyreek yeah. Hill. No, and especially when he's the number one. DeAndre Swift, I should have had Singletary over him, but I wasn't expecting Singletary. And Pittman is not meant to see Chase Clay that spot. I don't like Chase Clay. He's not doing it for me right now. I need him to be better. Well, he's got Big Ben throwing him the football. Yeah, he's and he's so, not throwing it very far. That's true, but yeah, I think we've just I don't know what it. Kittle has been useless. Kittle's been getting me like not a lot really. So, I, yeah, well, that offense I, hasn't I, been running too great. Yeah. I'll say we didn't really talk about the the 49ers, but their offense hasn't really ran too. Too smoothly, I will say, but they they are been grinding out wins, and they they're they're also one of those teams that like they'll just run the ball the entire game and eat up block and control it and play good defense, and they'll be yeah. like lesser teams with that. Uh huh. Um, I will say I had a I had a huge comeback this week. Stodd had all of his players going, uh, during the noon and three thirty game, so there were no. He had no players left for the Sunday night and Monday night game. I was down 50. Oh, my. I had Lamar. I had Jay Tuck playing Sunday night. Lamar almost single-handedly lost me the game by just throwing those two picks, and I was like, well, we're sitting at negative three right now, Lamar. Let's uh, <laughs> let's see if we can turn, turn that around. around. 
<laughs> and then he did. He he listened to me. Uh, also, Justin Tucker snuck, snuck in seven points. So the combined, they put up uh, 39.26. So I needed like 10 points from, from Onion Funyun, Robert Tunyon. And he went out there and got me 14.2 for the win. Three receptions, 52 yards, and a TD. Huge. I was going to say, wasn't looking too hot there, Tunyon, for a second, but I always trusted you. I was not looking for trade offers for Mark Andrews. I'll say that. I was not doing that, Robert Tunyon, <laughs> if you're listening to this. Um, but I need a new running back, I will say. CMC's perfect for my RB1. Uh, Kenyon Drake is not ideal for my RB2. I had Kenyon Drake as an RB2 last year, and it was terrible. <laughs> well, he, I, would, I do have Josh Jacobs, but Josh Jacobs – was out last week, so I just plugged in Kenyon Drake, and Kenyon Drake had nine rushing yards. Luckily, he caught yeah. the ball five times for fifty or forty-six receiving yards, but that's not going to fly. Also, I have Trey Sermon, former pro Sooner. Is he playing? What? No. Like, what is what is he? What <laughs> what is Shanahan doing there? Like, I love this guy, and they benched him week week one, and he got eight eight yards week two. They so I don't really know what I'm going to do. I have Tyson Williams, the running back for the the Ravens. I might start him next week and just be like, all right, if the Ravens get a rushing touchdown, I get a rushing touchdown. Because they yeah. don't really run it with Leite or anyone else besides Lamar and him. So that yeah. could be the strategy. It's like double dipping, but covering the spread on double dipping pretty much. But – my wide, none of my wide receivers got me a touchdown this week. Which, if you don't, if one of those, if one of your three, I because I've I've won at the flex too. If one of your three wide receivers don't catch a touchdown, you usually don't win. But it's okay because they all outperform Stodds. Amari Cooper five point two, Antonio Brown two point seven, and Antonio Gibson with nine point three. So the little victories. We we had a we had a big win. Um, Stodd's highest uh, highest scoring player was Alex Eckler with uh, 22.5. His second, Graham Gano with 22 points, the kicker. So, winner, winner. Moved to week two where I think I played Glenn. I was in trade talks with Glenn this week. But we, died. we, we, we didn't come to an agreement. I'll say that. Do we want to talk a little college football? I'm down. Okay. Um, games I think were interesting. The my Notre Dame Irish one beat Purdue. Finally, didn't have a close game either. Thank God. Um, Florida covered against Alabama and made it a competitive game or a semi-competitive game. I mean, score-wise, it looks competitive. Um, I didn't watch the entire game to be honest, but I think. Anyone who loses to Alabama 31 to 29 deserves some credit. You Emory Jones played his heart out. I'll say yeah. that. Emory Jones played yeah. his heart out. Yeah, definitely can't. I, I, I was at a, it was a, like a darty type thing. And one of my buddies was telling me how he bet, bet Florida to cover. And he was like, and I was like, no way that happens, dude. And then. Well, yeah, it started off 21 to three. Yeah, they, it looked like they were going to route them. Like it was going to be like every other game. And it just, for whatever reason, Florida didn't back down. I also want to say, I think this is a sign of 
things to come. I think this year's college football season, I think it's a lot closer than people give it credit for. I know at the beginning yes. of the year we were like, <clears throat> we were like, hey, it's pretty top heavy. I think with all these super seniors coming back and everyone having another year of eligibility and a lot of people were staying, I think it's a lot closer than what we give credit for. Yeah, just looking at the looking at the AP top ten right now, I think Alabama still has to be is still your favorite, obviously. But like Georgia beat or I mean Oregon looks good. Georgia looks fine. OU is struggling a little bit, but you gotta think they'll be there. Like I will say, like, we're still winning games, which is like Yeah, exactly. That's the thing that matters. Yeah. And they have we haven't ever really been down in a game either. Mm -hmm which is a thing that's like kind of telling where it's like if they're coming back to win, it's something, but if they're just having to lead the whole time and it's like, all right, they have they seven most time. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you're always like, I'm fine with this. I want to put on a, a beat down this week because we're in ABC prime time against the Mountaineers of West Virginia. West Virginia. So I we'll see. We'll see. We need a, we need a big win. Cause Next week we go to the Little Apple to face our dads in Kansas State, which I'm not not excited for. But we'll what do you let's think continue. About Iowa, Iowa, Penn State. I think that I think both. Of them. I, I mean, I don't. I don't think Iowa has a good enough quarterback to really. But like both, of, I could see the winner of that probably being undefeated and arguing to get into the playoff, which would just be crazy. Bad. They still have to beat Ohio State. That's the thing. You still have to probably beat Ohio yeah, State. That's true. That's and they're true, just so I, talented. Yeah, and you got to think Ohio State's going to get better as the year goes on, too. It's, the they're going to – yeah. Yeah, because once yeah. uh, C.J. Stroud starts getting more more and more reps, he's going to be more comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Also, he, he's kind of doing a lot right now. Like the Oregon game, he threw the ball 50 times. Yeah, their defense, I think, will – yeah, I thought their defense was the bigger problem. The their defense needs to figure it out. Game. That's yeah. the thing. They they have that yeah. kind of 2016 Oklahoma problem right now <laughs> where it's like we can we can do whatever we want offensively. We can run it for 3,000 yards with Travion Henderson, who I shouted out before week one, who was going to be a beast. Um, he's – just run it with him. Or C.J. Stroud can just throw it 50 times and just destroy you through the air. So they're fine that way, like Oklahoma was, but they just can't stop a runny nose. Literally, Oregon's playbook was, "Hey, CJ Verdell, run left." That is, that was it. Just run left, and you're gonna you're gonna break it. You're either gonna cut back this way for 85 yards, or you're gonna cut this way for a 25 yard chunk play. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm you gonna, know, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask. The, actually, this is about Clemson, but I, I'm gonna. Is Clemson bad, dude? Like. All right, all right. They 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 beat who they beat this week? They beat someone like Georgia 14. Tech. They beat Georgia Tech fourteen to six. Yeah, which if I'm a Dabo, does not inspire much in my. I mean, it inspires my defense is obviously very good, but I mean, I don't I mean, know. We said I said it in the pregame or in a, the the pre-show for college football. The preview. Um, Clemson's not making the playoffs. They're still yeah. going to win the ACC because the ACC isn't yeah. very good, but they're not going to make yeah. the playoffs. They have they because if they would have if they wanted to make the playoffs, they would have had to beat Georgia Tech by a trillion. Like they would have had to dismantle the teams they're supposed to beat, you know. And they're not yeah, doing I it think, right now. 
I think they would have been. I think they would have had a tough time getting in, even if they would have. Because I think they. Well, the thing is, the thing that you job. could you could spin it as it was like it was DJ's first real game starting, kind of with a real crowd, and it was week one. Like, and if but they were just like if they were just keep beating people by a lot now, you could have been you could have yeah. been like, all right, DJ's here now. DJ's ready to roll. But right, mm-hmm. DJ does not yeah. look comfortable back there. It's yeah, also because their O line isn't very good. Yeah, and they so they can't run the ball. Yeah, it's a whole. I I Texas Tech is or Texas A and M has just been like the sneaky team that I I haven't I haven't heard about Texas A and M at all this year so far. Well, they their just, quarterback just got hurt. Oh really? They're gonna have to um, leak out some wins because. He's going to be out until uh, – they said he probably won't be back for Bama. Yeah, that's a tough – and that's so, their big game. That's the they're kind of just treading game. water right now. I would, I would, That's how I would describe it. I don't know who they've played. I'm going to look up who they've played recently. But I'm pretty – they beat New Mexico 34-0. to zero. But that's what yeah. you kind of should be doing. Like the week before that, they beat Colorado 10-7. to seven. Yeah. And that yeah, was the week I, their QB I, got hurt. Mm-hmm. so they're gonna tread water well they have a test this weekend texas a&m at arkansas yeah arkansas that's the uh, ace that's the sec on right? cbs yep yeah they they're coming off this they smashed texas didn't they destroyed them yeah yep. yes <laughs> but yeah Notre dame wisconsin big Notre dame was- in, at soldier field That'll be, be very 11 fun. 11 a.m. Sure, it's just going to be a grit. Just run the ball. Yeah, what, do you, what are your predictions for that? Are you guys pulling away with this? I don't know. I haven't watched a lot of Wisconsin, but I get the sense from this Notre Dame team that they kind of play – they play the level of their opponent a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think, it, I think it'll be a close game for sure. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, Jack Cohn has not looked um, – after week one, he has not looked – Notre Dame's O-line isn't that good this year. It hasn't been very good this year. And so, he's not – he's, like, not mobile at all. And so, it's, it makes stuff – and we have, a, like, a five-star freshman or something. He's on the bench. He's now getting playing time. So, I think – I will say, I, you guys are the underdogs going into this game. I, I do like us – well, it's, like, six and a half, right? Yes. I like that. I think Notre Dame covers that. I don't hate that. I, they, I, do, I, I like that. I think Notre Dame covers that. And I, I don't know what the money line or anything is, but. You know, money line's I, plus I, 190. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think Notre Dame almost lost to like Toledo, though. So they could just come out and be shit. So. We'll it's very true. <laughs> we'll I'm just. I'm going through the uh, schedule of of games right now. One that jumps out to me in the Big Ten or the Big Twelve is not really like a huge game in terms of national news, but as the Big Twelve guy, Iowa State at Baylor is a big game. Baylor's three and zero at at home right now. Oh so, really? Yeah, this is a it's at uh, two thirty on Fox. They're seven point underdogs at home, Baylor. Um, but this is this is a pretty big game for them. Yeah, I'm and a, I think I think it's Iowa State if they're. I think this is if they're like really. I mean, they they lost to Iowa, but they, 
you, you think they're the other team that's going to be playing uh, Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship. That was everyone's so, – they, they were supposed to, like, be top 10 they were consistently of, all year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. They have to win this game. This is – if you want to stay with it, you, you got to win these games. Also, this is the start of – this is the start of uh, um, conference play now. So, we're, get, we're getting into it now for, for most, most conferences. This is good. Yeah, that Texas Tech-Arkansas game is going to come to UCLA-Stanford. Yeah. UCLA is coming off the upset. K-State at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State are six-point favorites. Both of those teams are 3-0. and I think yeah. I like K State honestly. I don't think I trust Gundy in a big game right now. Well, where's uh, where's game day going to be this weekend? Do you know? Because hmm. there's no, it there's might no be... like marquee matchup that's popping off. Table. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna look it up right now. Hold on. I will say Notre Dame plays Wisconsin this week, and then next week they have Cincinnati. They're going to be also at Notre Dame, Wisconsin. So you have Big Noon and Game Day at Notre Dame, Wisconsin. I don't know. Notre Dame plays well at Soldier Field, though. So I'm liking it. It's it's a Wisconsin home game, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me because they were supposed to play in Lambeau last year, and it was going to be a Notre Dame home game in Lambeau. Like, why not just make the game of Wisconsin a home game? Like, yeah, that doesn't make yeah. any sense. <laughs> I will say, yeah. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm really intrigued at timing of games. Uh, Oklahoma and Texas hasn't been announced yet because you usually announce the game times two weeks ahead, but it's yeah. not the Big Noon kickoff game this year. They, they've, Big Noon has already come out and said that. So I wonder yeah. if, I wonder if we get for the first time ever because they've thought about doing it. We get game day and a seven o'clock under the lights in tech in the Cotton Bowl. They've never done it under the lights. Does the Cotton Bowl have lights? (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if they even have lights, honestly. I thought part of the reason why they did it early was because they didn't have like lights to shine down. I've heard stories about how terrible it is there, like so bad. I think someone's telling me that there's like one women's bathroom and like the entire, like if you need to go to the bathroom, like you're going to end up missing a quarter of the game. Yeah. (laughs) That's insane. Um, I'm going to look it up. We'll miss Alabama next year. Not this, not this upcoming week, but next week. That'll be interesting. Probably not, but Matt Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> Blaine Kiffin's always fun to watch against Alabama defenses. Yeah, that is going to be an interesting game, actually. I'm kind of excited for that one. I mean, Matt Corral is the Heisman favorite right now. Spencer Rattler has uh, not necessarily – I'm not going to say shit the bet, but he just hasn't lived up to the hype, which is kind of mean because it's it. he's played fine. But the fact that Oklahoma people are like, "Hey, let's start start the, the the true freshman that was on that just got to campus," you know. And Caleb Williams is good, but I don't think throwing him into the fire over another five star is the is the answer. I I, 
I, I saw this on Reddit, so take it with a grain of salt. All but right. someone someone was saying that Tanner Mordecai would, would be better right now than Spencer would because of how I guess trust Tanner's me, I've pretty well. That I, has gone through my brain. I've seen the, the Tanner Mordecai <laughs> stats, and I'm like, okay, okay, let's. <laughs> we also run a different offense. We are more balanced than the SMUs, but I do also grant. Uh, I forgot his last name. Calcaterre, also a, a pro sooner who just plays a tight end at SMU right now. And I'm like, <laughs> like Tanner Mordecai is throwing passes to to Grant uh, Calcaterre. And they're both they were both Sooners. We he, they could be doing that on our team. I'm like, oh, come on. But that's the trouble, though. Like sometimes you're just too talented. Yeah, it just especially at like yeah certain positions and stuff like yeah. they get out. And quarterback, there's only one quarterback, so mm-hmm. it's not. And it's hard to, and especially if you're like some five star who wants to try to play, you got to try to play. I think. But, yeah, I mean, you got to transfer and play somewhere, especially if you're that good. And well, a lot of people, a lot of people go there. Like we've we've gotten transfers for like four. We've gotten four stars to commit and like transfers to come like over just to learn from Lincoln Riley and just be in that QB room for a year or two, and then go somewhere else where it's like, all right, I have all this knowledge now, and it's like I am going, I am still taking reps and practice with all of these great players. Yeah, I was. Yeah, if you're – especially at, like, a place like OU where they're going to routinely bring in, like, five-star QBs. It's oh, like that's the tradition. Be, every other yeah. every other East recruiting class, up oh, yeah. we get the one yeah. or two quarterback. Yeah, you got to be – like, if you're not going to play – if you're not playing, like, by your second year there, you're probably not going to play. So, mm-hmm. I would – which, unfortunate, but it's just what it does. sports. Do we have anything else we want to we want to touch on? Any other talking points, Tim? Oh, big boxing this weekend. Oh, I do. We'll, we'll, uh, uh, Anthony Joshua fights this weekend. Also, we have other oh, boxing news today. Can- Canelo just took a swipe at Caleb Plant. Dude, you see that video where Caleb Plant like steps to hit him? Canelo like dodges him and then and then mop, mops him. Yeah. yeah. Like, dude, this is – it's not even fight night yet. You're already – I just, like, he, give him the belt right now, dude. Like, he just hits you. <laughs> well, Canelo, like, if Canelo hits stick. him with a closed fist, it's night night for Caleb Plant. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, he the fact that he slapped him, he him and still – yeah. <laughs> It's like, if that's a closed fist, you're probably asleep right there. It, in, in your nice suit in front of everybody, which is pretty yeah. – they would have had to cancel I, the fight. Again, they they, that, the they fight can't go on after that. Bruce Buffer would have walked out and would have gone and new and handed Canelo the belt. <laughs> but yeah, you just can't do that. Like Anthony Joshua versus Alexander Yusek uh, is this week. It's coming to you from the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London. Uh, we need, Dan Levy. <laughs> we need a we need a win from there. Uh, um, I haven't gotten a win in there in a minute. I think they're. I think timing wise, it's actually going to be on like right around like dinner time in the, in the U.S. So it's going to be. A, so it won't interfere with the UFC at all. And yeah. Anthony Joshua, I guess, like fighting in London is like a super electric atmosphere. 
So, I mean, you just throw it on. Yeah. It'll be cool. It's heavyweight boxing. There's a decent chance someone gets knocked out. So, it'll be fun to watch. And this guy, I'm going to go with Joshua, but Usyk is, he's a good fighter. He's a, he came up, he was, he was the unified champion. So, he had all four belts at cruiserweight and then went up to heavyweight which is like the biggest jump in boxing, they mm-hmm. say, is from cruiserweight to heavyweight. So, so he's got um, some skill. Yeah, he, he's like uh, – he trains with this other boxer, Roman Chankov, if you know who that is. And, he, and so he fights a little like him with a lot of like angles and footwork and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Doesn't have a lot of power, though, which could be an issue against Joshua. And he's going to be pretty – he's going to be smaller than Joshua. Yeah, Joshua's a big dude. Yeah, Joshua's just huge. So, um, I think I'm going to go with Joshua, but I think it'll actually be a pretty good fight. Um, And it's not like one of those boxing matchups where it's just like a mandatory and it's one guy getting Mm -hmm. blown out. Yeah. Yeah, we have a good weekend ahead of us, Tim. We got good football, good boxing, good UFC. Baseball, I think, is coming to an end. We're gonna we're gonna do a podcast with Pivo about the playoffs, and we're <laughs> okay. just gonna not know a single thing about baseball, and it's gonna make gonna him say, so mad. I'm it's not gonna be perfect for that at all. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna be like, so who's the good team again? What team is the the win team? That's who I'm gonna be rooting Are the for. Twins in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm like, well, the Cubs have won our last two. Looks like we're getting hot at the right time, as we're 45 games back. But, yeah, we'll have that coming up soon, which will be fun. Um, Stott will be back at some point, hopefully. But that's it for today. Tim, you got you got anything you want to say as we, uh, as we get out of here? No, I think we covered it all. Perfect. Um, yeah, check out the Instagram. Check out the YouTube page. If you want to uh, watch the podcast, just throw it up somewhere. Um, but, yeah, that's all we got for today. Uh, thanks for coming on, Tim. Uh, we'll see you guys. Peace. So I put her in a cut I need a girlfriend I need a girlfriend Two hoes and I think I did too much I got two phones and I don't know who to trust I need a girlfriend I need a Dodging bless second maneuvers. Okay, just say you're not ready. Okay, okay, coming in heavy. Okay, they ain't in shape, I'm petty. Okay, okay. Okay, y'all be on E unleady. Okay, okay, hold the confetti. Okay, okay, just say you're not ready. They wanna bite the hand that try to feed them proof. You cannot hide behind the shades, I see right through it. You ain't stand up on your word, then you's a fool. Then I, then I, then I, fool. I be wanna see me whole gang on TV, PG, my relay. 
Turning out tops on the top bitches that remind me of the old days. Sneaking in hoes with the backstage pass with the all in hunt for the poet. I'm a young poetic nigga, I just go at it nigga. I'm a poetic nigga, you can add my mama, we poetic nigga. I was raised in the project, we can go at it nigga. I can't wait no time on the co edit nigga. Bro, cold me and dad count through seven figures. Raising around bottles and dolphins. On the high seasons, the day I turn 16. 747, I'm standing there playing wings. Praying the Lord scene, grandma praying for me. Okay, just say you're not ready. Okay, okay, coming in heavy. Okay, they ain't in shape, I'm petty. Okay, okay. Okay, y'all be on E unleady. Okay, okay, hold the confetti. Okay, okay, just say you're not ready. They wanna bite the hand that try to feed them proof. You cannot hide behind the shades, I see right through it. You ain't stand up on your word, then you's a fool. They're not, they're not, they're not. Everybody wanna be great, but the work don't relate And the life be mistaken, the truth, nigga I remember banking with Chase like 400k Staring at it, I ain't know what to do, nigga Now I look at money like a resource Every contract gonna put my kids, family, in school Health and wealth going deep for it Do right for my next life And you get some too I remember roaches, mama lost focus I was at home, no lights, no food Heard that the joke is hot, king broken Head to the ground when I walk in school Going through the motions, mad, impulsive, Benny I ain't wanna buy by the rules I shall reside with a vibe with pool Fuck that boo man let me get some too life ain't always about your name and they mouth in the cars and the clothes and the jewels every little bitch that's born looking like soft porn only meant for your ego to bruise bet when the hoes get bored and the points they score you gonna live in this world confused every day the hate restored and the fake get short fuck that let me get some too nigga my livelihood was understood that the roof i'm in i boo nigga the shoes i feel are huge team wanna share that hope bro Fuck this bitch in a black hatchback. A front in the pics when the heart don't match. Take care of the kids, gotta go where they at. Ay. Hold on, let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's hmm. Top of the morning, 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 top of the morning. Hold on, let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's hmm. Like what these niggas on like? Shit changed, still fucking and rapping. Two bad bitches here, cardiac glasses. Huh. Her friend got pornography habits. Give me that bitch. What's up? Rolly gang, rolly gang, rolly gang. Easy lane, fool. Hundred thousand on her. She knows she gang. She's hot. Rover gang, rover gang, rover gang. Rover gang. Range brothers out the roof. We're not the Wayne. We're not the Wayne. Bitch, I hate to tell the truth. We're not the same. Jeez, baby key. I'm with my rover brother, and we're running gang. Hey, Range Rover. Ripping rubber bands on the meatloaf overseas, tidy up for me. Before I get home, take one, take two, take three. Heave it, stop, hide it, comments on your sleeve, nigga, believe it. Why your boyfriend keep on looking for me? Is he Jesus? Let's get this shit, let's get this shit, let's get this shit, let's hmm. Top of the morning, 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 top of the morning. Hold on, let's get this shit, let's get this shit, let's get this shit, let's hmm.